Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Bengalis in New York show. My name is Arik and uh, we were repping it for, you know, the Bronx, Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, Staten Island, and all over the world. So welcome and enjoy. Woo. So does it really take you two days to come out with a joke? Um, no, that was a joke. Oh, that was a joke. <laughs> that, Always that joking. In and of itself is a joke. But I feel like with Twitter, shit happens so fast. Like, on Twitter, people are just so, like, on top of, like, their jokes that you're just like, shit, like, I wish I had, you know, was funny enough to come up. Or, like, not even funny enough, but just, like, quick enough, you know? Um, and, like, sometimes, like, I don't... I don't look for news the same way a lot of like comedians will look for news. Um, and that was my, that was kind of like my train of thought when I was writing that when I was uh, uh, in my interview for Vulture. Yeah, that was cool. Um, I was like, uh, like, I think the question was like, what, how has social media like, I don't know, um, changed your comedy or something like that. And I was just like, you know, like people on social media are just so fast that I'm just like, am I slow at coming? No, up you're normal. Or like, am I just like? No, I think you're normal. <laughs> That's interesting because everything is super fast. So yeah, yeah. Do you write stuff down? Do you write your jokes down? Um, like what for Twitter or for? No, just general for your stand-up. Do you write them? Oh, over? absolutely. Yeah. yeah. If I come up with a joke and I write it like on the spot, like if I don't have a notebook or something, I'll put it in my phone notes and then I'll go and write it down hand handwrite it or else I'm never going to memorize it like I really? need it to be handwritten do you know do you know Don Rickles do you follow Don Rickles do you know who that is he yeah, he's like this old com comedian. Old. Yeah, very, very old comedian. And from like the 70s and 60s, he's really famous. He used to like hang out with like Frank Sinatra and these guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he never wrote anything down. Yeah. And he killed are, it. Yeah, there are some comedians who, I think there's still some comedians. Like, I think, um, who is it? Is it Chris Rock or someone? Some like older comedian who's just like, no, I kind of just like. I feel like Chappelle, do you think Chappelle writes stuff down? I think he, he does. I think really? he does. His, he goes on for like four hours. How can he write all that down? I don't know. Yeah, he's crazy. I don't personally, no. No, no, I was just curious. Because he just goes on, talks for four hours. That's a lot yeah. of writing. Yeah. I, I mean, people come up with a lot of stuff at yeah. the end of the day. Like, you know. Who's the first live. comedian you saw live? Um, live as in like in, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a... In a venue. In a venue. Um, I think it was... I think it was... Oh, wait, hold on. I'm trying to think because I... Did I go to anything in high school? No. Um, I think it was Elliot Chang. Oh, I don't know who that is. Yeah, he he's an Asian comedian. He came... Um, it was actually something that I had set up for my school's, like, Asian club. Um, and he put up... He had, like, this... Uh, this um, competition for colleges... Uh, to take a picture of him, he had like a special on Comedy Central. So he, he the, the, um, the competition was, you have to take a picture, uh, creative picture in front of um, your television of him, like, like of you like watching him or whatever, something like that. And um, my uh, club did like a big banner in front of us and we just like rolled up our like pants and um pulled down our shirts to like you know to like seem as if we're naked <laughs> behind this banner and the banner said like elliot chang is a sexy beast or something oh, wow. like that and we won oh he liked cool. it he liked it so much our our school won and he came and performed for our school and he killed it he had like an opener and everything wow yeah. did you want to be a comedian before that um, I don't know what I wanted to be before. I know yeah. my whole life, I knew that I wanted to be a writer. A writer, okay. That is what I knew for my entire life. I knew that that was... Because I would try to like go into other things. I'd be like, you know, I could be like talented as like a lawyer or some shit. Like, I could be... Um, uh, I, want, I want to like manage musicians at some mm. point. And then I was like, no, fuck this. Like, I'm talented. Like, yeah. I can do this. You know? And lawyers are I not need talented. Somebody, I need somebody to manage me. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> I'm getting off 
unhinged at this point. Like, I need someone to figure out my life for me right now. And um, and lawyers are not talented. I work with a lot of lawyers, and they're dumb. They're like, lawyers have this one train of thought, like, (laughs) this way of thinking, and they think it's, like, the only way of thinking. I hate lawyers. And I work work in uh, compliance, so I say that because, yeah, a lot of lawyers that can't get jobs at law firms come into compliance. Oh, okay. And, yeah, I, I, I hate lawyers. Most of the people I work with are lawyers. Yeah, anyway, well, yeah. I was, and, you know, uh, there's a lot of lawyers right now they can't find jobs. Anyway. I think, okay, so when I when I graduated high school, my vision for myself was to go into humanitarian law. So I wanted to be, like, the Amal Clooney <laughs> yeah. before Amal Clooney was yeah. huge. But, um, I again, I was just not smart enough. I didn't know what I was doing with my life. I um, My parents put me in Islamic school for like a really long time. Yeah, in my life. Put me in Islamic school for a really long time. So once I got out of that environment, I was just going wild. I was like, I am exploring myself. Like I, I feel like I'm such a late bloomer because of being in Islamic school. Where did you go? In Chicago or here? Here. And I went to Razi school. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't like to talk about it a lot, but... Because okay. <laughs> I don't want people to be like, oh my God, like, so then you should, like, have the entire Quran memorized. Like, no. This I, is, oh, I've, I've heard... Is that in Jamaica? It's in Woodside. That's why I know Woodside very well. Oh, okay. Woodside and Jackson Heights. I've my, heard of it. Yeah. My dad had a restaurant in Jackson Heights, so I know... <gasps> that's why I knew... Yeah. yeah. Which restaurant? Um, he had Aladdin. Do you remember Aladdin Sweet Meat? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah. Aladdin was, uh, oh, my, wow. dad, my family's. Oh, wow. Um, and then after we gave Aladdin away, um, my dad opened another restaurant on 74th Street, uh, called Alo Sweets. Oh, wow. Do you remember Alo at all? I, I feel like Alo Maybe I I've seen, I've probably seen it, but I grew up in Kansas, so I used to come and come to Jackson Heights just to hang out, but like yeah, I never, yeah. and I didn't know yeah. Jackson Heights as much. Yeah. Yeah. So... Um, yeah, after high school, I would take my friends to the restaurant and like we'd get free food and shit like that. Well, you must that. have been the and, coolest like, kid yeah. in school. Um, and, and not really, because like I was only cool among like the brown people, oh, like really? the brown kids, because like they were like, yeah, free food, fuck it, <laughs> you know? Um, were you always the funniest kid in the group? I, I can't really remember. I think all of my friends were really funny. Yeah. And we all made it, because you know, when you're a kid, yeah. you only hang out with people who make you laugh really oh, yeah. hard. Yeah, I see that, you yeah. Know? Um, so like my cousins always made me laugh, like my older cousins always made me laugh, my friends always made me laugh. I think like, yeah, everyone that I was surrounded by always made me laugh. And I think my biggest like inspiration was my dad because he was, he was like the life of the party for my family. Like every, every time, like, um, that's, that's the reason why people like loved Aladdin so much. They would go and just hang out with my dad for hours. You need somebody and, like that at a restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, people will be like, Khalid is there, you know, let's go hang out with Khalid. So, and then he still has, like, that connection with people, like, the Bengali community, where, like, um, like people want to know about, like, Khalid, like, what's what's going on. Like, he, people would write about him in the news and, like, the Dikana and shit like that. <laughs> like, wow. He's famous. <laughs> like, yeah, he was. He was a pretty big deal. And, like, now he's kind of, like... Mellow? Yeah, he's he's mellowed out. He's like very like in the shadows now, and he's like he's kind of just like um, he's not the same guy he used to be. And I feel like part of that is because of like the restaurant business and like family and things like that. But for a really long time, my dad was like my my inspiration for the for for wanting to be like the life of the party, wanting to like you know you know uh, welcome people and like be fun and entertaining and things like that because like he was always just like he just so like he looked like Govinda really <laughs> he does wow. I talk about this on um uh, uh, on something else but can he dance like Govinda I I don't know but he he has a lovely voice he sings very well um and every time anytime I, I hear my dad singing like old Bengali songs and things like that I'm just like Wow, this is amazing. <laughs> wow, what did you think about Ifti uh, last weekend? He was he was so good. I know. He was amazing. Ifti's insane. Voice, and he's just like so chill about he's it He's very too. chill. He's like so cool. I don't and know why he's not a superstar. He's like one of those magicians who's just like, I have a magic trick, but you'll never know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so never... people don't know. Uh, we did an event for someone that's running for city council, Brent O'Leary. 
and uh, Zuby performed, and uh, Ifti from the Royal Bengal Tea House performed, and he did this really cool thing where he sang a. It was a, it was in the tune of a Bangla folk song, but he sang it in Spanish. Yeah, which was like insane. And I think that that's so. I felt like he did that, and I was like, this is what we need. Yeah. Because I grew up with so many Hispanic friends, and yeah. you know, I. I yeah. I'm not, some of my best friends are Hispanic, and like, you know, having that like something that kind of bridges that gap yeah. is so cool and inspiring and important. Yeah. Um, my neighborhood is like, you know, half Hispanic, half like Bengali, Caribbean, yeah. and Dominican and stuff like that. So I mean, yeah, Dominicans are Hispanic, but still, <laughs> I'm an idiot. I don't know. What I'm saying. Um. Yeah, so when he did that, I was like, that's so cool. Yeah. And my friend who was there, who's also, she's Ecuadorian, she was like, oh, she I understand. understood it. Yeah. <laughs> I understand. Yeah. It. It's so funny because um, we were best friends since uh, college. And um, when we were in college together, we were both, uh, we were both like student leaders. And she was like the president of her, of like the Hispanic club. I was the president of the Asian club. And for my event, which I had, um, I made her sing in Hindi. Oh. <laughs> she sang a song in Hindi. I made her the bride because we did like a mock, mock wedding. wedding. What school was this? Fordham University. Oh, yeah. You told me this. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, wow. So expensive like a... school. You must be rich. No. I got in and on HEOP. Do you know what HEOP is? No, I don't know what HEOP Higher is. Education Opportunity Program. It's for average bitches from <laughs> the hood. Like, it is <laughs> It is for people who have uh, high enough averages mm. in, in high school. Their GPA is good enough. Okay. <laughs> and they're poor. They come from poor families, you know. Sporting's so expensive. Forum is so expensive. It's How, crazy. Like, I'm still paying off. Like, I have debt. I still okay. have debt. I have, like... You know, I have like the the federal loan, and then I I took out a private loan so that I can live in the Bronx okay. because it was so far. It was like a two and a half hour commute, so oh. I lived there for a little bit, and okay. I I'm paying those lo- loans off. So it's not yeah, it's yeah, I'm not rich <laughs> in any sense. <laughs> so your dad's always been pro- uh, supportive of you doing comedy. How about your your mom or your the rest of your family? My dad. Okay, so my family. Um, They've always been supportive of my writing, but they're just like, we don't, we don't ever see any of it. And I'm just like, yeah, because I'm performing it live mostly. Well, how about some of your videos? Have they seen some of your videos? They haven't. Really? They don't really look like, I, I, when did I start? I started like, so I started with like improv and sketch writing, um, around like 2015. And I hid it from them for a really long time. I was like, I am going to a writing class. Which was not wrong. I, I was going to a writing class. I was going to a sketch Yeah, class. she was not lying. <laughs> but, um, I, yeah, I didn't really disclose any of this information. I, I don't think, like, they, I don't think they were aware of a lot of this until, like, literally, like, two months ago. Like, <laughs> a month ago. What? Yeah. Wait, they're, they're that's crazy learning. what do you think they're just leaving the house hanging out yeah they're just like i don't know what she's doing so i got this opportunity with um time bangla to do a show with them um so in preparation for all that i'm like yeah i'm like i want to do a comedy style like talk show or whatever like jimmy valent or something like that and they're like why and i'm like because i, I do comedy <laughs> and they're like oh okay <laughs> do you have any siblings I have uh, one sister and two brothers. Do they know? They know. All, my whole family knows. It's just okay. my, my parents who's kind of like in the dark about That's everything. That's so funny. Because, You're going to be like on the front page of some Bengali newspaper and then you're like, what What are you doing on there? <laughs> Sometimes I'm just like, you know, it's better for them to find out through other That's outlets. That's so funny. But they love it. Like you, did, you made that one joke and I thought it was hilarious. I posted it on our page about oh. your mom saying, uh, you know, don't throw away food. Oh, and you're like, oh, it's not because you know, poor people in Bangladesh, it's poor people in this house. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> a reality so funny. check. Um, Did your mom really say that? that my mom said it was so <laughs> a lot of things. She probably has said that. Like, That's funny. Because we, we, you know, we, we always have lived within our means. And, you know. I think they'll be proud of you. You, you, were, you, were, you were one of the performers at, like, this political event, and the guy probably will win. So imagine when he's like... 
He's probably gonna win, and probably you know Brent's. I think feel like he's gonna run for mayor too. Did like, you think? Did he find me funny at all? I was just like he was laughing up there. Was he? I he don't was know. laughing. I was just like Brent. No, I, think, I was just like I don't have a I don't have a punchline, Brent. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're funny. I well, how do you do? How do you like? How do you deal with? Um, because it's mostly dudes mm-hmm. at that, in that crowd. So how do you deal with that? Like, sometimes it's like, uh, do you have, like, I guess you have sets prepared for, like, mostly brown audiences? Do you have sets prepared for, like, mostly, like, mix? I do. Right? Okay. I, I try, I try to, um, I try to incorporate a lot of my jokes, like, try to separate what will work with who and things like that. This audience was, like, a real toss-up. I was just like, I don't know what the hell they want, but, because it's, like, a political event, but it's also, like... Yeah. I don't know who these Well, the host did a really bad job of telling you, of giving you any information. <laughs> the host was really... No, I'm kidding. No, no you were fine. Um, I've, been to, I, I've had to perform at shows where they were just like... Uh, they, they didn't give me any information. I was like in the middle of nowhere uh, performing in like Long Island, like performing to like old people, old Indian people. Really? Like geriatrics. What the hell? <laughs> while they're like... <laughs> while they're like eating food and stuff and this i'm telling you like once you've done comedy for at least like two or three years you you will be in so many different rooms that you're just like nothing surprises me anymore mm. <laughs> like yeah but and you're super comfortable up there so like that took yeah. a while right okay. yeah i thought you were super comfortable yeah okay that's that's good to know sometimes i, I feel like i do have tells like so, certain comedians will, um, like you can tell when they are either like tensing up or like they're nervous. And I think that my my tell is um, I'll like scratch my face or like I didn't notice that or push my hair back a bunch of times. Okay, um, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, have you ever had hecklers? Oh yeah, of course. Really? Um, hecklers are they can be like so much fun or uh terrifying (laughs) yeah i've had i remember um i've had a heckler who i made a joke about i I think i I don't know if i did this at um thing at that event but i made a joke about uh i don't remember fuck um i think like chopped cheese or something like that Mm -hmm. and then like i said my chopped cheese joke and then um the the one of the hecklers was the guy was like, yo, come to my um, bodega in, in, uh, in the Bronx. I was like, what? <laughs> like, is it going to be free? Um, so it's like fun. Like sometimes it's fun like that yeah. when you, if you can like carry it and like, you know, kind of just like make it a conversation and stuff like that instead of um, taking it as an attack. Um, and then like one time I remember I did this one. Um, so Kuti Gang hosted an event, uh, not hosted, it was a, it was a comedy show, um, called Minority Reports, and, um, we, we were hosting it, and then, like, I made a joke about, like, so, you know, like, everything that's going on in the world, like, you know, India's, India and Pakistan fighting over Kashmir, and stuff like that, and, like, this, you know, I don't want to make light, I don't want my language to make it seem like, you know, it's a light situation, but I'm, I'm trying to, like, podcast you know mm-hmm. <laughs> but um so basically uh at that time the the kashmir um that whole uh, what was it Section, conflict yeah conflict was was happening and i was like yo india's being so shitty right now that bangladeshis are like don't make us side with pakistan <laughs> <laughs> Which, like, see, like, Bengalis get it. Bengalis get, get it. it. But, like, yeah. there, was, there was one um, one girl in the audience, she was like, no, that's racist. I was like, to who? To fucking who? <laughs> so, that's so interesting. I find that really <laughs> annoying. So, I, I'm, a, I'm a defender of comedy. Like, I feel like com- comedians should get a, a pass of certain things. Because the intent is to make you laugh. They're not intending to... Mm-hmm. to discriminate or make you feel bad like like so i i, I yeah. do think that some comedians are intending to be yeah to yeah i think some comedians are really just racist and and like and, who? tell me names i i, I <laughs> <laughs> don't put me on the spot like that no, like, i mean there are dave Chappelle has some transphobic jokes like you mm. know things like that where it's like okay you get it i get it that you don't get it but like what are you gaining out of uh, out of like, but do you think Dave Chappelle would actively discriminate against a trans tra- uh, trans person? Just knowing him, I, I don't 
No, I'm just like just following him. So I just wonder, like, I wonder, like, yeah, you're right. You don't know that person, I yeah. guess, and you don't know, yeah, because, yeah, I, I don't know. It's difficult. Um, I think the the funny thing is like so many older comedians are getting so like up in arms about like having to be PC and shit. It's like who like no people are calling like people have never wanted to be you know um, with it like made fun like what's the word like not made fun of but like people don't want to be um, made fun of in a way that makes them look badly enough where. I mean, okay, let me reword that. So I think that comedians need to do a better job in like punching up instead of punching down. So if you're making a joke, then think about how um, it'll affect that marginalized group. If you if you like what like what are you gaining out of making fun of a marginalized group? But what if like, somebody is equal opportunity and is making fun of everyone and they have that reputation? So if obviously, so I think like what if it's if if there's a comedian who's only picking on Bengalis, then like this dude has a problem with Bengalis, like right? right? Yeah. But what if what if a comedian you know you know his body of work, you know that he has a history of just you know so picking like just, poking poking fun of everybody. Yeah. And I, you're right, and I, I get there's like a line, right? Like there, yeah. there's a line, like, and I don't know, like I can't draw it, but there's a line where you, if you cross that, it's, yeah. it's horrible. But like, yeah, I feel like if, if for a comedian, like, I, you kind of want to give them that opportunity to like go as close to the line as possible, because yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what makes it, that's what makes it funny. Because sometimes it's like the shock value that is funny. And again, like I agree with you, like sometimes so I have seen, yeah, some comedians go overboard. I mean, like the guy, I don't know if you. The guy from Seinfeld, Kramer, remember a yeah. few years ago, like, then he was talking about, you know, there was a heckler, uh, African-American heckler, and yeah. he was talking about, like, putting, you know, people in spikes, like, stuff uh-huh. like that. He went overboard. I mean, that's yeah, overboard. Yeah. Like, this is clearly overboard. Yeah. Like, he was talking about black people in slavery and putting heads on spikes and stuff like that. Yeah. Complete. Obviously, that's overboard. But, like, there's other things where, like, it's like, you know, like, you make fun of the stereotypes. Oh, Bengalis, yeah. uh, you know, Indian people have an accent. Fish, and, like, like yeah, you know. fish. Like, I'm fine with that. Like, again, yeah. if, if, I, if I can, if I realize that the person's intent is just, like, to make fun. And I'll, I'll give you another example. And, and sometimes, you just, I guess, like... I think it's yeah. also just, like, white people need to yeah. not tread, like, tread up. Like, you know, like, the, the guy... Who got in trouble for, from SNL for his um, for his comments on Asian people and things? What did like he say? He was like, I think he was making he was legitimately just like making fun of like Asian accents and like mm. um, like I don't even I can't even remember it was yeah. so long yeah yeah <laughs> yeah it's not easy and like I could see both sides but yeah I just feel like I love comedy like I actually yeah. really really like comedy I love comedy too and I think that like. Um, offensive comedy, it works if yeah. you're doing it right. Yeah. If you're, like, I think that a lot of, I don't know, um, a lot of, uh, comedians who are stronger writers yeah. are making good, are, you know, yeah. writing good jokes. Who, who's, a, who's a good writer in your opinion? What do you think about Bill Burr? Bill Burr is hilarious. Yeah, but he's and offensive. And he is offensive, he's exactly. Super offensive. That's what I'm saying. Like, he says a lot of... So you're willing to give them an excuse, not, not to give them... You're giving them give a pass if they're, like, super funny and really intelligent and worded in a way that's... Exactly. Because he's super, like... Because he's worse than Chappelle. I mean, he's well, hilarious, okay. but in terms I of offensiveness... Seen any, I haven't yeah. seen any of his... I would just, like, like to clear this up. I haven't seen any of his, like, recent things. Mm. Um, because I also have just, like, been trying not to give my attention to white comedians okay. anymore just because like i feel like there's so many talented um people of color and things like that it's like i don't i don't want to give my time or my money or anything like that to okay. white i like that entertainers who do you listen to um like comedian, like yeah Bengali, like or brown comedians or who, who are you supporting now who am i supporting um i really love it's like so basic, but I love Hasan Minhaj. Like he's, he's hilarious. so smart. He's so smart. And he's so like so so funny. Um, and I feel like there are times where I'm just like, he's not that great. And then I'm like, oh. and I watch like another episode of Patriot Act, and I'm like, he's I think so he's. Funny. I know it's so funny. I mean, so the show obviously has great writers too. Yeah. But I feel like him. He's like the brown Trevor Noah. Like Trevor Noah and John Stewart. Like they're they're funny, but like. Yeah. 
Um, but they're also like super intelligent. Yeah. Or or they all are. Yeah, they that's all the thing. Like yeah. Super intelligent. Just knowledge, but not, but John also just really knowledgeable. Like one of my favorites. John Stewart's like, a man. Yeah. Love him. See, there's a, that is that is like the other side of like offensive comedy. Yeah, he like, never did he, that kind of stuff. He's yeah. really just like these are the facts, yeah. and this is the satire yeah. of it, and like this is yeah. like. Um, the world is ending. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Pryor, Carlin, what do you think about them? They're super offensive. Was he? I don't think he was offensive in a way that, like, um, that was punching down, though. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like, I feel like th- this is the thing. Like, people don't understand offense when it's like, because he's, he's always been, George Carlin has always been, like, a champion for, like, women's rights and yeah. civil rights. But see, the, but, the, but you know that. So yeah. that's interesting because, and that's what I was saying earlier. Like, you know the person's intent. You know his history. So yeah. you know his history. You know he's supporting LGBT rights. You know, you know, he's always been there. And if he makes an LGBT joke, you know his intent. And you know the person behind the joke. And you know that he doesn't mean anything about it. He's just trying to make make a yeah. joke. Do you, do the, so that's yeah. what I'm saying. So if you don't, but, the, but if it's a new comic, you have no idea. You just don't know. Like I guess. Like, you don't, you don't really know. Yeah, so, you like, know. as a new comic, don't make <laughs> offensive jokes. Or, yeah, or just you become a better, better writer. Become but, yeah. Better, yeah. Yeah. And I think that, you know, people just need to learn. And we're all learning. I've... I'm sure I've said some fucked oh, yeah. shit on stage. Yeah. Like that girl thought I was racist. Like, yeah. For what I said, but like, I was coming from a place of like, you know, Pakistan has been terrible to yeah. to Bangladesh. Yeah. Like, are exactly. you kidding? Exactly. <laughs> you know? Um. Yeah. Someone. is really good. That show is amazing. He, uh, Trevor Noah and I uh, is opening. I, I thought he recently opened for uh, Chappelle, and they asked him like, "Why do you? There's so many funny comics. Like, why?" Trevor Noah asked Chappelle, "Why, why me? Like, there's so many funny comics." Mm-hmm. And he said, "He said that he was like, you know, it's not just because it's you're funny. There's a lot of funny people, but it's like you're interesting yeah. and you're intelligent. And I yeah. feel like Hassan Minaj does that. Does that really? What other brand comics are there? Like, what do you think about Aziz? Um, I don't before know. the before his controversy. Um, before all of that, I feel like he was kind of. He was funny. I thought I I actually saw him live. Too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, he was funny. He made me laugh. Michael Che opened for him, so that was like the first time I Michael saw Michael funny. Che. Michael Che is so funny. If you watch, I, yeah, you know, I, I, did, I never thought he was funny on SNL, but then I saw his stand up. No, because SNL is, is, is not writing for his voice. Yeah. SNL is writing yeah. for. Stand up is funny. You know, regular, like anybody could sit in the, the weekend yeah. update seats and say yeah. those jokes. And I think yeah. that he does write a few of those jokes, but okay. like at the end of the day, it's not all him. Yeah. But his stand up is really hilarious yeah. and he's just like a really funny guy. Um, so that was the first time that I saw Michael Che and, and, you know, became a fan of his and then like ex- got excited when he was on The Daily Show and then like... For like a week. Yeah, for like a week. <laughs> yeah, literally. Really I remember when his last show... <laughs> they were and they like, did this, you did one you thing. Did one, yeah, he was like... <laughs> I've been here a week. Like, why are you having to bring away things for me? That's a lot. Yeah. It's amazing how many people got their start on uh, on uh, Daily Show. Oh, yeah. The Daily Show That's is a like funnel. a curator like, of, like, like, I love Ronnie Chang. Ronnie Chang is one oh of my God. the best comedians. Like, I will, he is so funny. I just saw this bit where he talked about showing his mom so how to delete the comment. My I God. was rolling. It I was, was literally rolling I, laughing. I was so angry. I was I laughing. I didn't know who he was until yeah. a Crazy Rich Asians. Really? I, no, I'm sorry. I saw him on SNL, but... Not I didn't really. I didn't on Daily Daily Show, but I didn't know he was a comedian. Like yeah. I didn't know he was a stand-up comedian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought he was like, uh, Asif Manvi. Does he do stand-up? I don't think he does. He but does. I think he, he does. Oh, he does. Yeah, oh, I didn't know that. He okay. Stand-up, and he also got his start on. Uh, well, he. Yeah, that, yeah, that's what I know. But anyway, I didn't know. Um, I didn't know he was. Uh, but anyway, I, that that I watched it like twenty times. That thing about it showing his mom. I thought it was the funniest <laughs> thing I've seen in such a long time. He <laughs> was like the Google page. Is oh my god! White. <laughs> like I'll just fly out there right now. I'm on a getting on a plate. Like what the hell? I love that. So yeah, you it's so guys, funny. you gotta check out Ronnie. Chang. He's so funny. He is one of the, like literally one of the funniest comedians I've. Um, I've seen him live a couple oh, really? of times. I yeah, I got I had the opportunity to see him live, um, and it's it's great because I got to see him bomb, like not do well. What kind of audience was it? It was um, it was just like a regular audience. I think I think what he was doing though was he was testing out material. He was testing out um, Daily Show material on this audience. So you know when you like first write a joke, it's not always gonna hit. Um, so he was kind of like doing 
in doing like a kind of like an open mic situation at a show and he didn't do that great but um it was good to see that because like you know that this man is hilarious you know that he's like he's on the daily show he's got his own show he's you know he's on crazy rich like you know he's very talented but and then when you see someone like that bomb you're just like well i mean everyone does it you know yeah. um that's cool it's it's part of the process yeah and then he's gonna go and he's gonna fucking kill yeah you know and yeah it was good i think as a comedian it was good to see that it was good to to see like someone at his level not do so well yeah you know that this is the process and everyone goes through it and you're not the only one who's like <laughs> you know gonna have shitty days yeah you know what what's how do you write a joke what's the process of you writing a joke um if i have a funny topic sometimes it's really just like me talking to myself in my room <laughs> And I was like, uh, you know, have, having like a fun little conversation with myself. And what's funny about God and and Muhammad and, and Jesus? And I don't even know, man. I'm I'm a mess. But a lot of yeah, a lot of my jokes come from just like observing the world and like uh, my family. I think a lot of my jokes are family based because I live with them. And, yeah. you know, they're, again, they're hilarious people. And, like, you know, my mom is also funny, but she's, like, the... She's, like, the funny that's, like... She wasn't meaning to be funny, you know? <laughs> and it's just, like, Mom, what are you even... <laughs> are there any... Are, are they fans of Bengali comics? Do you know Hanip Shongit? He's really fun. He's, a, he's, like, a Bengali comedian. I, do you remember Itadi? Yes! That's the guy. That's him? That's yeah, the host? Yeah, he's so funny. Oh, my God. He's so I funny. love Itadi. I yeah. freaking grew up he's, watching I love Itadi. Itadi. Yeah, he's hilarious. Yeah. Like, um, when I first came here, there was this there was this family we used to live with. first came here, we used to live in a basement, shared a basement with another family. I'm like, now that I think about it, like, like you should live in a basement apartment shared with another family. I think, like, all four of us lived in a... In a, in one room anyway, and then the room the people next door in the other room they used to always play play uh, <laughs> not itadi itadi this was like early nineties but uh-huh. his his stand up like cassettes cassettes wow yeah like cassettes of his like material like or uh, wow. just like I don't know if it was stand up I think he, I think they recorded it for people to listen to it on a yeah, tape I mean, recorder there are yeah. uh, there's still stand up tapes yeah. I used to yeah. at work I used to whenever I'd feel bad I, I used to listen to Dimitri Martin Dimitri Dimitri Martin's um, album These Are Jokes yeah because that was like one of my favorite <laughs> that was one of my favorite um, comedy albums ever so check oh. that out okay <laughs> cool I will and, and yeah, anyway he was hilarious I was, I'm curious yeah and I guess I don't do are there any other Bengali comedians are there any comedians in Bangladesh I don't know I have no idea probably I mean there has to be there's I know there's 150 like million a, people yeah exactly there's like a huge scene out there in, in really I don't I don't really know when was the last time you went to Bangladesh uh, 13 <laughs> when you were 13 2003 oh wow yeah okay yeah it was a long long time ago so I haven't been back since um, my parents are trying to take me this year. How's your Bangla? Uh, Basha is not so great. It could be better. Uh, <coughs> but my Siliti is on point. Well, Siliti just sound this speaking in Siliti sounds funny to me. <laughs> I follow that Bengali Siliti banter page on oh, Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> I saw whatever they're saying. I don't know what they're saying, but it just sounds it's hilarious. Like, how do you take anyone seriously when you're speaking in in like it just sounds hilarious holy crap language and then like growing up listening to people yell at each other in that language you're just like i don't know how do you take each other seriously (laughs) that's funny would you would you be able to do comedy in solidity would you be able to tell a joke in solidity like would you be able to do a whole thing in solidity if i write it out yeah 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 that's impressive i think so i think like i mean i a lot of the material I've, I mean, these, this is stuff that I don't do anymore, but like a lot of what I used to do was like imitating my family mm. and imitating, you know, uh, celebrities that they know and things like that. So like, or like imitating um, my cousins and things like that. So that's where I like practiced a lot. So like, you know, it was all incivility. It was just like, or like, yeah. Do you like, do, are you doing impersonations and stuff? Yeah. Of my, oh, really? 
I don't do it on stage just because, okay. like, I'm like, I don't know if this is good enough. But, like, my family will see me doing That's impersonations funny. of people all the time. Like, they, I showed them my Bernie Sanders the other day. <laughs> what? Uh, let's hear that. <laughs> so, the other, so what I was doing was I was, um, I was singing. My, my house has been infested by fruit flies lately. Mm. Um, it's not as bad anymore. But, um, you know the song, Shoe Fly Don't Bother Me? I don't. It goes, shoe fly, don't bother me. Shoe fly. Okay. So I started singing that song because there was so many flies everywhere. <laughs> I started singing that song. And then I was like, why do I sound like Bernie Sanders? I was like, <laughs> I was like shoe fly, don't bother me. Shoe fly, don't bother me. Shoe fly, don't bother me. For I belong to somebody. Like, it was like, <laughs> That's so hilarious. dumb. That's hilarious. <laughs> Oh man, that should be his commercial. That's how you'll win. That's funny. It just takes a Bengali girl in a in a Bernie Sanders wig <laughs> singing that song. So, um, what are you doing now? So, how do you uh, how does talk about the business side of it? Like, how does it work? Do you have an agent? Like, how do you get books booked for events? Like, um, how does that kind of stuff work? Um, I, people just DM me. How did you book me? <laughs> um, yeah, I guess is that really. Do you have an agent? I don't have an agent. Is that your choice? Um, no, I don't have. I don't. I don't think that I'm good enough for representation yet. Like I, I don't. Really? I just don't have representation. I don't have anyone um, doing anything. What, what clubs have you like? What are the, some of the big place, big clubs that you've um, performed I, at? Uh, I don't really do clubs just because like you need to like audition and stuff like that. And I don't think that I'm in a place for auditioning for those clubs yet. I don't think that my comedy is at that level yet. Mm. Um, but I have had the opportunity to perform at some clubs. Um, yeah. Like, I've done New York Comedy Club. Um, That's it. So, so how, what do you mean you don't have to... So, for New York Comedy Club, you don't have to audition? Yeah, you have to... Well, so this was for a show. So, I think, like, there are certain shows that run at these clubs. So, like, if you're booked on that show, then you can perform at the club. But, like, if you want to... Um, if you want to be a resident, basically, of okay. that club, then you need to... Uh, okay. audition you need to go and like audition for a okay. spot and then like you know they'll they'll book you on like regular okay you know okay so you have another what do you so do you think you're like you're really critical of yourself is that is that right or what? i think i'm fairly critical of myself yeah. and i think that everyone um i think that i'm i'm you know in a place right now where i see the people like i know who's passed at clubs you know i know the people personally who have who have great jokes who are so good and who have who are still like going to open mics and things like that and like practicing and practicing and like this is their like yeah this is what they do for a living you know so because i know those people i'm just like you need to humble yourself <laughs> you need yeah. to know like where your place is and things like that which i don't it doesn't matter it doesn't not that it doesn't matter. I would, of course, love to perform at clubs and things like that. But um, I think that I know where I'm at personally. I know that I need to work more on myself to get to that place, you know. And um, and being critical of yourself is not taking away from from anything. You know, it's just knowing where you are and how hard, how much harder you need to work. Uh, what about Kuti Gang? How did that come about? Um, Kuti Gang happened because um, I met uh, my co-host Pooja Reddy at uh, an open mic and I thought she was great, thought she was really funny and um, I hit her up and I was like, hey, let's like, let's do like a show that's featuring only South Asian women. And at that time, we were only thinking of doing one show. This was last year. This was... Uh, November of uh, 2018 we we're like yeah we'll do one show and then, <laughs> and then you know uh, people will love it and 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 that's it and then we did one show and there and people loved it so much that like they were like yeah when's the next one I was like and we're just like next one <laughs> what yeah, I think you guys were around um, longer than that that's interesting huh? I thought you guys were a lot around longer no, than that we're, wow. we're fairly new this is our one year anniversary so wow our next show because is- I tried to get into a show one time it was completely sold out yeah, you gotta buy the tickets fast. Like, wow. oh, you're not gonna be here. Yeah. When are you going? To- January. January. Thirteenth. Thirteenth. Ele- January eleventh. <laughs> really? Maybe I can make it. It's on Friday, right? It's a Saturday. Maybe I can make it. We'll come see. Come through. Yeah, come. maybe. Come to the show. You got everybody. Come. 
Yeah. Every Where is it at? It's at the Tank Theater. Same same place as we've had it. Um, the Tank okay. Theater, uh, January 11th, 7 p.m. Okay. Yeah, let's see. Got some great... Comedians. Two days. Actually, I, the, I fly out the next day. So oh, it's going to be, it's, yeah, the 12th oh, at yeah. night, at night. So oh. we'll see. I'm moving to China, people. <laughs> Cam is moving to China. Cam and Bengalis of, Boney IC. Bengalis <laughs> of New York and China. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I haven't talked about that here. But what are you anyway. planning on doing? Like, so I'm going to just uh, hang out and travel and uh, do, I'm going to do a coding boot camp out there. So we talked about this earlier and yeah. I told you to shut up because I wanted to save it for the podcast. Because <laughs> yeah, uh, it's exactly. really good, uh, it's a good conversation because, you know, one of the jokes you made, um, not that you were talking about how like you wish you were in, you were into finance. Yeah. And, uh, but I'm in finance and I hate it and I'm just not passionate about it at all and so so i'm gonna quit i'm quit i already quit my job and i'm gonna go out there and i'm doing a coding boot camp Mm -hmm. so it's like learning to code Mm -hmm. because i always wanted to do that Mm -hmm. and you're doing that in china China. i got it it's like three months Mm -hmm. but before that we're gonna travel we're doing like a whole asia tour Mm -hmm. doing like vietnam cambodia thailand and then mainland china then go back to shanghai so my wife lives and then travel, maybe go to Bangladesh, mm-hmm. and then come back. So yeah, in between that, I have th- a three-month boot camp. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. It's a huge risk, but you know, like you know, talked about you know, you know, you talked about how maybe you should have gone into something stable. I mean, it's, you know, finding having a stable job is good, but it's just like I'm just I've never been happy at my job, right? Like so, mm-hmm. I've been doing it for 16 years, so I think it's about time I do something else. That's fair. I um before. Uh, going back to school to get my master's degree, I was actually, I worked in ad operations. And, oh, wow. Yeah, right out of college, I got a job with CBS, um, and my job was literally just putting up ads on their website. But that's fun. That sounds and, fun. Are you kidding me? It was so boring. Really? It was so boring and so tedious, and not even, not tedious, it was so boring and so monotonous. It was the same thing every single day. Like, people will email you and then everything is your fault at the end mm. of the day. If anything breaks, if the website breaks, if the ad breaks, if the finance, if the, the finance team doesn't get their money, it's your fault. I'm just like, I didn't have anything to do with this. I don't know why. So what does that mean? So you put ads on the, on the, uh, on the TV shows? On the websites. On the website. Yeah, so I didn't even get like fun ads. It was like ads for like like restaurants and things like that. Like I think my biggest client was like um, uh, uh, St. Jude's really? Hospital or, or um, what was that? What's the the football um, fantasy football thing? It was one of those fantasy okay. football DraftKings okay. or something. Like oh, that. okay. I don't even Okay. But it was like some something like that, and and we would just put up ads um, for like the New York station. Like we were nationwide. CBS is like nationwide, so like we had like a bunch of different markets and different parts of the nation. So I I worked for CBS for a little bit, and then I uh, started working for Defy Media, who owns like uh, sorry owned because they have disintegrated since then. Mm. Um, <laughs> um, used to own like Smosh and like uh, Clever TV, oh, cool. Screen Junkies. Yeah, so I used to put up ads for them too. How long did and you, so all together, how long did you do that for? For about five years. I, Holy I, crap. When I went back to school for my master's degree, I actually worked a full year. So I worked full time and went to school full time. Wow. And um, What did you do your master's in? Television production. Oh wow! Yeah. Cool. So you're at, so you're actually educated educated in this. Yeah. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, and it's it's wild because I'm just like I'm educated in this. I should be getting a job. I should be yeah. getting a fucking job. But then you'll be stuck. <laughs> you don't have the freedom that you have. I, you know, it is freedom is great, but finance, like, you really need to, you need to figure out your finances and I think that and I, when I say you I mean me I need to figure out my finances because I need to be um, financially independent and I think yeah. that when I had the job um, I didn't take advantage of it so much because I was like yeah you know, I'm still living with my fa- family and things like that so um, and then I paid out of pocket for my master's degree too wow so, and that was Fordham yeah no 
Where was that? Brooklyn College. Oh, wow. No. Okay. Yeah. Well, Brooklyn College, is not, uh, it's a CUNY, so it's not as it's bad as Fordham. It's a CUNY, so it wasn't as bad, but it yeah. was still coming out of my pocket. Wow. Like, you know, everything that I was making was going wow. to, to paying for school and paying for the projects that I was working on and things like that. Like wow. my thesis and stuff like that. So, it, yeah, it ended up costing a lot. Now I'm, you know, looking for a job. Like, I'm doing freelance. I'm doing a lot of, like, PA work and things like that. Okay. Um, but something stable would be great yeah. at, like, some point. Just because, like, I don't want my parents to worry about me like that, you yeah. know? And, it's, and it is, like, a lot on them to be like, well, you got your master's degree. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know why nobody wants to hire me, <laughs> like, you know? Um, yeah. It was, like, America sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but the, how about the comedy thing? Like, how's the business side of that? Like, are you like, are you at this point able to like at least generate income from some of the uh, the, the the bookings and stuff? Um, it's not substantial income. Yeah. You know, I'm, I do make some money from some shows, and then like a lot of shows I do for free, um, and then you know, uh, producing Kuti Gang and things like that, we make some money from that. But it's like again, not yeah enough to like you know, unless if i was doing like a kuti gang show like every single week or yeah. something like that yeah um yeah it would it's not it's not like, do you think if you're um it's yeah it's something that you really enjoy do you think if that became your full-time job you wouldn't enjoy as much uh what producing shows no like, like doing comedy like no i think that i would love it I, I love doing it and I think and this is a testament this is a true te- testament to it because I um, you know as a comedian you have to go to open mics you have to go and like test out your material in front of other comedians and stuff like that you and I and like going to open mics is like is not fun because <laughs> you can go to open mics and then like you can like f- just do so poorly and then sometimes you're also around like these really like big douchebags like you know who are huge like assholes and um and stuff like that and then like uh i i feel like recently though i would rather go to an open mic than go on a date like if the date is that bad (laughs) that i would rather be at an open mic like that's really saying something um i don't know if it's like my love for comedy is growing or my hate for men is growing. I don't know which one it is. Men suck. <laughs> That's funny. But what's some, have you had, have you had interactions with any famous com- comedians? People that are like really big? Um, I, hmm, I think Aparna, Aparna's been on, um, Kuti Gang a couple of times. Cool. Um, she's a huge deal for me because she's like one of the, the biggest brown female comedians. Mm. Um, met her. Uh, she's great. Uh, Jim Gaffigan one time confused oh, me and another brown comedian <laughs> for each other, and that was hilarious because I called him out and he was like leaving and he was like, "I'm so sorry," and I'm like, "It's fine. You just confused two brown women. It's totally cool." <laughs> uh, <laughs> what do you think about um, co- thing in cars comedy? Um, what's that? Comedians in cars getting, getting coffee. coffee. Yeah. Um, I think. Jerry Seinfeld got bored at some point. Dude, you know how much money this guy has? He has so much money, he but he's so, so much bored. Money. He has nothing to do. What would you do? Like, exactly. I'm not if mad. You have that kind of good. money, good yeah. Him. What do you think about What do you think about his comedy? Because I, I feel like his, uh, his comedy is very polarizing. Because I've a lot of, I feel like I've seen the interviews where a lot of comedians are like Jerry's so corny, like, <laughs> and uh, but he's still the, I mean, literally, he's the most successful comedian ever. Yeah, and I think that people are, like, still trying to emulate a lot of... Yeah? He's so like, clean, John though. Like, John Laney is, like... Yeah, is yeah, I could see that. kind of I could see the Jerry... That. But I love John... So, I think that I'm also, like, too young for some of these comedians. Like, I... Yeah, like, I, I feel like really I feel like a lot of these people, you, you wouldn't... Like, I, I know that you wouldn't know. Yeah, like, I didn't really care about Jerry Seinfeld. Like, I don't think I've... Interesting. Well, like I've never watched like a full season of Seinfeld. <laughs> Seinfeld's hilarious. I think Seinfeld's funny, yeah. but I don't care for the show is hilarious. Idea. Yeah, I agree with this. His stand up, I don't think actually is that funny. It's like really clean. Yeah. I mean, he never. Is it that he, clean? He's, I think yeah. Ellen is a great clean comedian. She was. Yeah, Ellen's. Great. Yeah, I think they're. I think they're actually. I put them in the same like bucket. I thought they they're cool. You know, Ellen's a great person, but 
I don't think her stand-up's hilarious. I don't think Jerry's stand-up's hilarious. I think, when I think it's interesting. It's like you chuckle, like... you chuckle, like haha. Did you, <laughs> did you ever notice? No, yeah, I never noticed. Thanks, Jerry. Thanks for pointing that out. But like, no, it's it's like I, you know. But that's about it. <laughs> but it's never like I never thought I never haha funny. I never thought he was haha. Oh, I never thought of my toilet that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. What's the deal with toothpaste? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I just, uh, yeah, anyway, but I, I mean, the, but the show is hilarious, but yeah, yeah I could quote uh, the show for forever, but yeah. yeah, the dude is so, oh my, think about how much money Seinfeld's made, mm-hmm. like, show's off the air, but he's still making gazillions from yeah, that show. syndicated. And he's a producer. Mm-hmm. He's a producer, mm-hmm. a main actor, they're making so much money. Oh, yeah. You could have one of these shows, you're set for life. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I just, I will just literally on the hundredth episode be like, all right, guys, I quit life. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm chill. done. So he could come um, up with whatever. And, and it takes 100 episodes to be Is that what it is? Yeah. And, and now the comedies in Cars show is also really a big hit. Yeah. And that's doing like this guy has way too much money. <laughs> does way he? Too much money. Does he have too much money? Yeah. Um, can you give me some of that? Oh my god. It's <laughs> yeah. like, hey, Jerry Seinfeld, I know yeah. you don't know me, but. <laughs> At least he still has the drive to do stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I think that yeah. that's. That's really important to see in, in someone, you know? Um, yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. And good for him. Yeah. <laughs> so where do people find you? What's your IG and what, what do you have coming up? Um, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter. I'm at Gamzoob. Um, and I... What, 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 what was the other question? Who am I? What am I? What, what, what do you have going on? Like, what kind of... Do you have any, like, events and stuff that people should know about? Um, so the next uh, Kutti Gang show is January 11th. Uh, Saturday, January 11th at the Tank Theater. Please come through, 7 p.m. We've got some great comedians. Um, I'll post that. This may actually not come out by then. But <laughs> so oh, I asked okay. you that for no reason. Okay. Um, but I'm going to I'm gonna obviously post it... Uh, on, I'll be posting before the that. Yeah. Okay. I'll post I'll it. I've always posted your stuff. Oh really? Oh yeah, you have. Yeah. yeah Boney has been so supportive. I've yeah. always posted your stuff. You guys are great. Thank you so much. And yeah. by you guys, I mean you. You <laughs> yeah. are the one person who owns this. <laughs> no, I have, I have, I have other people. You um, have a team? Uh, yeah, we have one person. She's in. I have two people. One person, Noshin. She's in Harvard. That's why you never see her. Oh, okay. She's uh, doing her her masters in Harvard, oh, and her. Hamida. She's in the Bronx, um, and she's also busy with school and stuff. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. but I mean, yeah, like they do the they do the stories. Yeah, they do most of the stories, oh, and okay. I do the I do most of the the podcasts and the Instagram stuff. Okay. But yeah, I had a bigger team, but they just kind of fizzled out. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Long story, but anyway, thanks I for coming on. Run it, like while you're in China. <laughs> Yeah. No, I mean, internet's, uh, yeah, they'll help, and then I'll try to do as much as I can yeah. while I'm there. But, yeah. So, thanks for coming. Talk Thank to you, you later. Bye. Representing the boroughs where the bangles live from the slang we 